It is election season. We're headed into the home stretch. There's a startup in Chicago that's called Ballot Ready, which uh, basically puts all of the information about candidates in an app on your phone. When you walk into the voting booth this November, do you know who's going to be on your ballot? I mean, sure, we can all name at least two people. But what about the other jobs up for election? How on earth are you supposed to know who all these people are? All of you, or at least I really hope all of you, will take some time, you might leave work a little early, to perform your civic duties as American citizens. You will vote for President of the United States. But when you get to the voting booth, you're going to be faced with a ballot that looks more like this. This is what my ballot looked like back in 2012. I was educated, I read the news, I followed campaigns, I was psyched to vote for president, and yet I was unprepared for everything else on here. Alex Nimshevsky is the CEO of Ballot Ready. She's with us today. How important is it to give voters all of the information they need when they go into the ballot booth? Our angle is most people, by the time they get to the voting booth, they're going to be totally ready to vote for president. But when they get there, they're going to see a ballot with all these other offices where they don't even know what those off people are responsible for doing, and they're going to see all these names that they've never heard of before. So what they end up doing is either guessing or leaving blanks or, you know, not even voting at all. And filling them in, just sort of marking, like with the judges here in Cook County, right. you have no idea what you're voting for. Right. So how, how do you... Respond to that then. How do you fix that? Yeah. So what we do is we show you when you go to BallotReady.org, we show you every candidate that's going to be on your ballot and we aggregate background information about them. Their stances on issues, who endorses them, their previous experience. So you can compare the candidates, make a choice, an informed choice, and bring it on your phone to the voting booth. Is that something that people are finding is easy to do, to take a phone into a voting booth? I remember once I tried to do it and got in trouble. Yeah, so you are allowed. We have we I did hear a story of someone, one of our advisors, an election judge told him, "Oh, you can't do that." And he was like, "Yes, I can." And he just went ahead and do, did it, which you are allowed to. It's you're not allowed to take a photo of your ballot. You're not allowed to sell your vote or anything like that. Um, but you are allowed to bring information. It's not like a test that you're cheating on. And you can spend as much time as you want going through the ballot. Yes, you can. So people can then go through your app and figure out what it is or who it is they want to vote for. Right. How hard is it to gather all of this information? Um, it's pretty It's pretty difficult. It takes us hundreds of people are doing this research. Every bit of information on our site is researched by multiple people so we can verify that it's true. And every bit of information is linked directly to its source. So... It's time. Cons- it just takes a lot of people doing it. Yeah. And how do you get the information? What are your sources? Are you just multiple sources? Give us an idea of what yeah, they we, would be. We pull from candidates, what candidates say themselves, from their websites, from what they say in debates. We pull from news. We pull from endorsing organizations. All text online is, we're scraping that. And so as you aggregate all of this stuff together, you're doing it for all of the states or just some of them this time around? So this year we're, we're starting with recovering a primary per month. And there are way more primaries um, than anyone thinks. Like they're not just all in early spring. They're through September. Um, and then in the fall for the general election, we're covering 25 states. Wow. 
what what is I can't even imagine what the challenge is going to be for you to do that and get all of that information. I I feel pretty confident about it right now. Um, you know, we've had we've refined our processes, so we're collecting the information online. It's a pretty fast system. We have hundreds of people who are doing it. It's smooth now. You know, there are always hiccups, but we've learned how to kind of get through this. So. This is radio, so people can't tell, but I'm going to describe you. You look very rested, and you don't have bags <laughs> under your eyes. Yeah. You don't look nervous at all. You're very no. calm and collected. I'd be really nervous. I, I, I'm not nervous. Not at all? I, I am personally nervous because I have to give a TED Talk tomorrow, Uh-oh. but that's... That's it. That's, That's what it. I'm nervous about. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about the uh, idea of technology for mm-hmm. elections. When you were putting all of this together, did it surprise you? Does it still surprise you how backwards, how how non-technical we are in this country with elections? Yeah. So some things are Board of Elections across the U.S. 30 percent don't even have websites. They don't, they don't see the value of having a website that tells voters, here's where you can go vote, here's who's going to be on your ballot. They don't see the value. So there's a lot of catch-up in this field that is required. Like, eventually, I want people to be able to vote from their phone, from home, or from wherever they are. That You know, that would increase voter turnout a lot. I think we're a ways out from that. Yeah, especially because some of these places don't have websites that's frightening but as I talk to political people some people say that's a little bit by design Mm -hmm. that they don't want voters to have the information do you find are you finding any sense of that um so we were kind of braced for candidates to say oh I don't I don't like this I don't want my information out there but we have so far had the opposite where candidates have said oh I see that my opponent has a stance on this issue, can you tell, put my stance on this issue on your site? And we say, we're, we're very happy that you have a stance now, but you need to put it on your website so we can link it. So we want to make sure you're not just telling us. The hundreds of people that you have working for you, are they all over the country? Are they in all these states? Yeah. we. So what we've done so far is gone to universities in the states that we're covering and uh, gotten paid students to gather all this information. What is it that gets you up in the morning, would you say? Sometimes we have really, you know, hard things to deal with. And the thing that makes me still really excited on those days are the people I work with. They are awesome. I feel like we can tackle problems head on. And so I like no matter how hard of a day I'm having, I feel like the people that I'm with, like we can handle it. It's no big deal. That's really surprising uh, to hear a CEO say that, because usually the CEO is like, well, I have a couple of groups of people that do really good stuff. And but you're, you're actually motivated by the people that work for you. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. What is it like? Well, give me an example of something it is that they do that, they, that motivates you. Um, we had this issue. We covered Kentucky's primary and we cover every candidate on the ballot. And in order to do that, we need to get local districts. And the only people that have those district boundaries are these very local boards of elections. And we had to, they, this one board of election asked us to send a fax to them. So it's like 
doing this process can be very stressful because you're like, okay, I hope they're having a good day. I hope they have this information. Like, I can't believe they're so behind on technology. And I was like, I woke up one day and I was like, oh my gosh, are we going to be able to get this, all these boundaries from these people? And like our director of content, Sebastian, he was just like so excited about calling all these boards of elections. He just like loves doing this. So that was one where I was, I was like totally kind of stressed, but I felt good because of who we're working with. Sort of like, boss, I've got your back, relax. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. See, is yeah. it something that you've kind of taught them to do, or is it something that by an example, either something that's conscious or unconscious that they've picked up from you? Um, I try to lead in a way where we're always honest about the stuff that's hit the fan, <laughs> like all the problems. Um, and I think that creates an atmosphere of where people can be open and instead of coming at problems with a sense of stress they come at problems with a sense of wonder like how are we going to solve this i think like they feel optimistic about solving it it almost yeah. sounds like you've you've come down from the ceo level that people have maybe in their minds mm -hmm. to just being a member of the team yeah i i do feel that i am uh like a nice CEO. I'm not like <laughs> uh, top down. I'm, I like when the team works together cohesively. You couldn't have picked a better time to be doing this app yeah. and have <laughs> this idea. And uh, I asked you sort of before we came on the air about this sort of, you know, the, the silly question about what, you know, was, was this timing? Of course it was timing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But uh, what is it that uh, is about this election that, uh, that, in hindsight now, you'd say, wow, this is great that we launched now? Yeah. So, obviously, the candidates are very exciting this election. Um, some people are probably more pessimistic than they've ever been in an election, and some people are more optimistic than they've ever been in an election. So, for us, we're getting all these, you know, voter turnout is higher than it was in 2012 and 2008. Um, we're getting people who aren't, haven't been as engaged in politics. So we think this is a great time to get people even more engaged in local politics. When you go home at night as a CEO, do you turn on politics tonight or do you have something else that you do that <laughs> takes your mind away from it? Is there a book um, that you read or you're reading or music that you enjoy? I really like Law & Order. A lot. <laughs> That's probably my go-to <laughs> when I need a break. What I do, it's it's kind of not that different. <laughs> Insert that sound. Boom, boom. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and we always ask too: Is there something uh, when you need to find that's if, if you're at work, a moment of solace, music that you listen to? What's on your iP iPod? Oh, I really like um, Paul Simon's "Obvious Child" that song because I feel like there are moments that where we have to make a big decision and being able to face reality is the best way to get through that problem. And that song is like, kind of like, the point is like, it's obvious and it helps me like get into the mode of like, okay, let's, let's hit this head on. Alex Nimshevsky is the CEO of Ballot Ready. You can find them online and get more information, download their guides, get all of the information, put it on your phone if you want at BallotReady.org and on Twitter at BallotReady.
the way that you use Ballot Ready is you type in your address and we show you every candidate that's going to be on your ballot in the voting booth. And then we allow you to compare them by their stances on issues, who endorses them, news articles about them. You can save the candidates that you want to vote for and then pull them up on your phone in the voting booth. Our goal with this is to increase informed votes and also to increase voter turnout.